Good morning for Thursday, July 1st, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. The first story is called Slump Hurts Assistance for HIV Drugs. Also in the headlines, top two civilians are facing rockiness in a military shift, and Latin America's economies surge as others creep. In today's financial news, a story on how Goldman Sachs pressed AIG for cash. Also, the House has approved a bill to reform financial regulation, and Ford will repay $4 billion in debt with an eye on recovery. There will be more business stories, along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist Gail Collins. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is headlined, Slump Hurts Assistance for HIV Drugs. It's reported from Fort Lauderdale, Florida by Kevin Sack. The weak economy is crippling the government program that provides life-sustaining antiretroviral drugs to people with HIV or AIDS who cannot afford them. Nearly 1,800 have been relegated to rapidly expanding waiting lists that less than three years ago had dwindled to zero. As with other safety net programs, ballooning demand caused by persistent unemployment and loss of health insurance is being met with reductions in government resources. Without reliable access to the medications, which cost patients in the AIDS Drug Assistance Program an average of $12,000 a year, people with HIV are more likely to develop full-blown AIDS, transmit the virus, and require expensive hospitalizations. Eleven states have closed enrollment in the federal program, most recently Florida, which has the nation's third-largest population of people with HIV. Three other states have narrowed eligibility, and two of them, Arkansas and Utah, have dropped scores of people from the program. Last week, because of swelling numbers here in South Florida, the nationwide waiting list surged past record levels set in 2004 to 1,781 people. The growth is expected to continue when Georgia starts deferring enrollment in its drug program on July 1st. Illinois may soon follow, and New Jersey plans to cut eligibility on August 1st. Louisiana capped enrollment on June 1st, but decided against keeping a waiting list. It implies you're actually waiting on something, said Deanne Gruber, the interim director of the state's HIV-AIDS program. We don't want to give anyone false hope. The drug program's budget from all sources is now $1.6 billion, with Washington contributing about 55%, states offering 14%, and drug company rebates accounting for 31%. Enrollment has spiked during the recession, up 12% from June 2008 to June 2009, to about 169,000 people. The trend has probably accelerated since then. Meanwhile, federal financial support has stayed essentially flat, up barely 2% this year, while appropriations from state budgets have fallen 34%. For the moment, pharmaceutical companies have stepped into the breach, negotiating discounts for the state drug plans, and accepting needy patients into programs that temporarily provide free medications. Once fully implemented in 2014, the new health care law is expected to close the gaps by expanding Medicaid, subsidizing private insurance, and requiring insurers to cover pre-existing conditions. More immediately, two Republican senators, Tom Coburn of Oklahoma and Richard Burr of North Carolina, have proposed redirecting $126 million from stimulus spending to the drug assistance program. 
President Obama opposes taking money from stimulus projects but is working to ensure that the program gets adequate financing, said Shin Inoue, a White House spokesman. Obama has recommended a $20 million increase in next year's drug assistance budget.